Mommy, <laughs> can I go on a date with Lindsay? Dear Shandy. Welcome back to another Dear Shandy Bachelor in Paradise recap, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing okay. Yes. Doing okay. You look very uh, 90s. Yes. I already had this top, but I was like, ooh, I'm going to lean into the 90s after episode 14. Mm-hmm. Can you believe there's an episode 14? <laughs> I remember back when we were young yeah. and we were recapping episode one. It feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Actually, when Andrew was like, oh, I still have a place in my heart for Teddy. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> like Teddy, hmm. Teddy. <laughs> Any other housekeeping? Other than the fact that this is our last recap in Denver. This is our last recap in Denver. You've killed your opera shows oh. while being a full-time podcaster. Thank you. Very impressive. Wow. Husband. Okay. Overall thoughts on these two episodes. Uh, let's get to it. <laughs> okay. So before we get going, we have to talk about the word watch. Because last <laughs> week, Andy, you thought it was a good idea to make the word watch word Rodney. Yeah. And little did we know that Rodney would still be coming up quite a bit at the top of episode 13. I mean, I did know. It was like a prank. I was pranking you, basically. You're pranking me? Yeah. That's not nice. It wasn't nice. So our rule of thumb is if the word watch word is over 10, I don't single out the actual clips. We just tell you. Yeah. So you just have to take our word for it and hope that we didn't mess up. I'm 95% sure we got the number right. Yeah. I'm around 95. Yeah. Okay. So we pick up with somber music and Serene recapping what happened with Rodney. She says Rodney twice here. So word watch two right off the bat. Brittany and Shanae talk. Shanae says poor Rodney. So word watch three. Andrew cries in his ITM about Rodney. It is kind of nuts how emotional everyone is about this. Yeah. It's a little over the top. A little over the top. I know it's a pressure cooker. Like I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. Like I get that. I remember on The Bachelor, I was crying all the time. They do this to you. They, yeah, they, sure. by design, you're meant to be crying all the time. Sure. I just, they're acting like he was, is not going to go back to the real world. Li- like life ends after this. Yeah. Like he goes, he just goes and does penance as a monk, <laughs> yes. like hanging from his nipples by a tree or something. <laughs> like that's the end. <laughs> like dun, 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 dun. Which, and, and in real life, it's like, he shoots off in that limo and he's just surrounded by gaggles of girls yes. for the rest of, like, for the next decade. We've basically. touched on this before about how easy guys have it after they've been on yeah. the show, but it really is true. And when we did meet Rodney fairly recently, there yeah. were a couple of other Bachelor guys there as well. Recent ones. This is key. Recent Bachelor recent. guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were never without a circle. We of could at barely least, get a word in yeah, I, Truly. There were women. I was like waiting in line. I like It was like at the bakery where you get a number i'm like um uh, you've had enough time with rodney ma'am yeah i'm not worried about rodney he's yeah. gonna be just fine in yeah. the love department yeah. anyway they acted like it's over you're right he's gonna go live the rest of his life in loveless penance. in penance so jesse just <laughs> jemima <laughs> Gemini. Jessenia narrates that paradise is nearing a close and breakups like this will be happening. Word watch four, she says here. And she didn't she doesn't say word watch four. She says Rodney, but you no. know. Okay. She Re- says word watch four. <laughs> that that would show that Chandy has really arrived. <laughs> and they're like, word watch. Rodney. Brandon cries on Serene's shoulder. He says Rodney here, so word watch five. Andy, you said he'll find love. Jesus, they're acting like he just got diagnosed with stage four cancer. (laughs) 
it did seem like that. Brandon cries. I've never seen him that happy in my entire life. <laughs> and Andy, you were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what, what is he talking about? I mean, unless they're childhood friends. They're not childhood friends. They've known each other for like eight to 12 months. Uh-huh. So what does that mean? Yeah. His entire life? Yeah. What does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. I demand to know. Yeah. A lot of them speak in these superlatives. I guess they just want what they say to really land with gravity. But yeah. all it does is actually make what they say land with less gravity because you're right. like, that doesn't make any sense. Even in inception time, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's not worthy of saying my entire life. No. He says, my boy was for once for happy once. as hell. For once. For once. For in once all- in all the months that I have known him. And you said, how does he know how happy or sad Rodney's been in the first 25 years of his life? Brandon to Serene says, you're the most beautiful thing in this darkness. <laughs> Such a heavy darkness. <laughs> Word Watch 6 comes from one of the twins. Word Watch 7 from Jasenia. Word Watch 8 from Kate. And Word Watch 9 from Genevieve. And now, finally, we are in Baltimore. Finally, we're the back. More. The more. We're back where episode 12 left off. Eliza says she thinks she and Justin will pick right back up where they left off. And Andy, Andy you said, uh-oh. Famous last words. Mm-hmm. Especially on this show. If they yeah. show you saying that, Pretty much everyone has famous last words on this show. Yeah. Yeah. They do it on purpose. It's always. Justin maintains his shocked expression, his Justin I face. I mean, he's boxers. He's in the boxers. He, I don't think he's in boxers. I think he's in little black shorts. Aren't little black shorts boxers? What's the difference really between a boxer and a I little black shorts? I don't think there short? is much of a difference. They just look more like black athletic shorts. He's not in the kind of clothing you would be in if you were expecting a very special guest. Yes, That's but he did seem to know... Oh, he knew. Like they knew. Like he, it's not like they just showed oh, up. He a hundred percent knew. Oh wait, so do you think his outfit choice oh, he purposely was purposely oh. did that? Oh my god, he purposely did I that. I actually have a high school story kind of like this. Did yeah. I ever tell you about this? No. How I was dating a guy, and I was like, I was a little sheltered. And- oh, you did. You did overalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to hear the story? I'll hear the it again. I mean, they the haven't heard it. Well, I'll make believe I haven't heard it. Okay. <laughs> Well, pretty much I had a high school boyfriend and all we did was kiss because I wasn't comfortable with more than kissing. And finally, one day he was like, I feel like I'm reaching that point in the relationship where I want to express my feelings for you in more ways than just kissing. (laughs) Where are my farmer overalls? I still have those? Well, so I did show up to our next date in overalls because yeah. I was, I don't know, I was really young and I didn't. So sweet. Uh, Instead of just saying no, you had to show up in overalls. That's such a Charlene thing to do. Yeah. I mean, there was no way he was getting in there. No. <laughs> I think our date was like a movie night. You know, when you're that age, it's like yeah. movies is where things can yeah. happen. Yeah. And yeah, no, I Did he try? Almost- did he try to get in there? No, I mean, that's tough. Like, you got to yeah. unstrap it, pull it yeah, down, yeah, yeah. unbutton it on the side. I mean, that stuff's not happening on its own. No, it ain't. No. <laughs> okay. Anyway, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. Justin, I think maybe, or you think, wore yeah. those athletic shorts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He knew what was happening. You could tell when he when he opened the door, he's like, oops, I forgot to do my Justin face. <laughs> like, he was like, he was like, oh, wait, Justin. Okay, so Justin has that shocked expression on his face while Eliza explained what happened. Right away, we get Wordwatch 10 from her, Wordwatch 11 and 12 from him. And Justin finally says he wants someone who chooses him without hesitation. Maybe it's time he chooses himself. Mm. As he slowly closes his Mac and (laughs) and slides the astroglide off the table (laughs) with his foot. I mean, he probably finally has alone time. We saw he hadn't even unpacked yet. Yeah. yeah. No, I, mean, I mean, I don't know if that was true I mean, he, or not. No, no. In all seriousness, I think he really did want that. 
Yeah. How much private time do they have? It's like work. You ever, it's like work friend. She's a work friend. Yes. He's left that job. He's at a new job. He doesn't want to hang out with this work friend. You know what I'm (laughs) talking about. She was a functional friend. Yeah. Yeah. She's that friend. You're like, why was I friends with that person? It's like, oh, Oh, but it's a work. Yes. It was the environment. Yeah. It was She was the closest thing I was going to find to like real friend material in that job. Yeah. He gets back to his, his home and he's just like, that's the uh, work friends. No, it's over. Mm. I left that. Okay, so you think that she was always just a means to an end. Yes. He was at work, just as they all are. They're, all of them I are think at work. She, I think he liked Eliza in theory. I think he. they said, what do you think of Eliza? And mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, she seems all right. Then he met her, he hung out with her for a while, and he's like, yeah, this is fine, but it's not long term. Yeah. This is not something that has legs. Yeah. And he got back home, and he was psyched. <laughs> Psyched to be back home with his Astro Glide. Yeah. Not much eye contact here, but I don't think no. it really matters. Eliza steps out and in her ITM says she flew across the country for him. <laughs> Andy, you said, oh, please. First class, baby. <laughs> Eliza leaves and that's that. Very anticlimactic. Andy, you were negative surprised no, by this. You fully exact, expected this to happen. I would happen. have been shocked if it didn't go this way. I'm going to be honest. I was like half surprised just because, I don't know, I guess I bought his interest in her. Maybe I was just eating what I was being fed with them. But uh, in retrospect, you know, no, I don't think he's in the wrong. Like if I, if I put myself in his shoes and a guy did that to me, it was like, Oh, I knew, I thought the more popular choice was to pick this other girl. I've been talking to longer than you, but like, actually I really want you. I'd be like, I would have relished the opportunity yeah. to, to tell her to buzz off. Yeah. If he were a woman, that would have been a I am woman, hear me roar moment. So, Absolutely. you know, I guess he's entitled to the same as a man. Absolutely. Give it to him. Yeah. Good for you, Justin. Okay. Luckily, I think no one was remotely invested in that pairing. No. So, yeah, let's they move on. got out of the way fast. Mm-hmm. Back on the beach, people are still somber. We get word watch 13 and 14 from Shanae and Florence. And finally, Mara arrives from Clayton's season. They've been playing at this point show Chopin's prelude in E minor. Which, by the way, is how Chopin intended it. (laughs) To uh, to be playing during the the entrance of a throwaway BIP contestant. (laughs) Well, yes, because as Mara arrives, there is a salsa rendition of this piece. I was wondering how they got the rights to this, but I don't know. Wait, do you have to get the rights to Chopin? I don't know. I always wonder about that. I feel like once someone's been dead for 100 years, you don't have to get rights. Is there someone who owns Chopin songs? Like, is there like a catalog that's owned and you have to actually ask them for it? I don't know. I guess when you're talking that old, I mean, I'm sure there are Chopin family members, but I'm I'm not sure. I think that it becomes public domain after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Oh, so you think a commercial, they can make a new recording of some classical, like like the flower duet. I think unless you you specifically use a a recording that's like specific to a certain orchestra and a conductor who they did a special thing with it. Yeah. Well, it was clear they made their own recording of this. Yeah. I think classical music is all domain. I think, I, I don't think you have to ask permission. I know that for when we do Candide, you need to get scores but, but like Candide Bernstein's fam- yeah I think as long as the the great grandchildren are still alive you yeah. still have to sort of ask permission <laughs> but after that it's 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 all it's all is fair that's fascinating anyway there was a salsa rendition for Mara she arrives and she announces that she's Mara as in marinara, oh, a little spicy, a little no, saucy. Nope, and Andy, nope. I do think this counts as a catchphrase. Absolutely. She's, she's it's not the first it. time. That's not the first and it won't be the last. <laughs> she pulls Andrew, but he's too grumpy for this to be no. a very pleasant conversation. He's still upset about Rodney. We get word watch 15 here. And afterwards to the group, <laughs> Andrew returns and he's asked how it went. He was like, nice lady. <laughs> 
exactly what every young woman wants to hear. Definitely. Nice definitely. and lady. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's an 80, that's a 90s song. A 90s song or an 80s song? Nice lady. Uh, I, I no, you're right. It's an 80s song. You think so? It's totally an 80s it song. It makes me think of White Wedding. Oh, yeah. Nice lady. It's a, it's an ironic, yeah, it's a, it's an 80s song. You want to okay. give me a heavy synth? Oh, like, okay. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> give me a second. Give me a second. It's coming to me. I met someone on the beach today. And I just gotta say, she's a nice, nice lady. She's a nice lady. All right. Very good. Thank Very you. That wasn't bad. Yeah. There was a little, I wish I had done something different melodically in the middle. <laughs> It was a little monotone. The melody, yeah. But but the syncopation. Was I think there. you're right. Nice lady. I mean, that works. I actually, yeah. I bet you, if you Googled nice lady song, that a song named Nice Lady exists. But it's not nice to ladies. <laughs> okay, Mara pulls Logan, Johnny, and Justin. Andy, here you said she's got the energy of a Vegas comedian, a warm-up comedian. Mm-hmm. We commented on her nervous energy, which we felt on Clayton's season, and it's a Don't little. Like it. It's fine. It it's just not going to turn me on. That's all. Oh, or, or it anybody. made me anxious watching her in this yeah. setting. I just, I actually like Mara fine. I have yeah. no issue with her. It's just that there's an element of her that's like, it's whatever the opposite of effortlessness is. Yeah. She's so high so She has effort. to fill space constantly. Yes. She can't just ever have silence for even a second. Yeah. And I feel bad for her because she was really thrown in a situation where she had to be like that. Yeah. You know, otherwise, what's she going to do? Just also join in the wet blanket energy you know what that comes from i think it comes from a family that's constantly yelling like not in a bad way it doesn't have to be bad it's just like everyone's like competing to get a word in. yeah 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 no i actually think some people do come from families like that and yeah. they do act like that i came from a family where food got disappeared fast <laughs> so I eat very fast because yeah. I know that it might be gone yeah. and I can't control myself. Sometimes in the middle of a meal, I'll be like, it's going to be here. It's going to still be here in a few minutes. You're going to be okay. But I can't stop myself Yeah. because I assume the food's going to be gone. Yeah. And that's from family. So the gist here is that Justin is the one who doesn't just completely blow Mara off. Mm. And so she asks him on the date. He says, yes. And Andy, you said she did this like a job recruiter. Yeah. A job recruiter for a job that nobody wants. Okay. So now it's the evening and it's suggested that Florence is upset and stressed about Justin going on this date. Andy, you were beside yourself with boredom here. You said, "Ugh, this subplot is embarrassing. They're going to take up 30 minutes of this episode with this. Unbelievable. It did feel very forced. Florence, I will say, ended up kind of delivering in the rage department. Yeah, yeah. I just, Justin, really? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Other than the fact that he's just like a a male, he has a penis, like what purpose is he serving? Probably a nice penis. You don't think so? That's quite I think it's a nice penis. That's that's an assumption. I I see that man and I say the biggest asset he has <laughs> is his penis. Mara and Justin's date now, they're supposed to be human churros, which is basically them rubbing butter and sprinkles yeah. or sugar. Sorry, sugar. not sprinkles. Yeah. Sugar on each other. Sugar, yeah. And Justin pours chocolate on her. And Andy, you said more food waste. A lot, a lot of food. It got pretty hardcore i mean he was yeah. really coating her in chocolate here and you thought it looked like a horror movie they make out mm-hmm. and back on the beach meanwhile victoria and johnny talk victoria says she thinks johnny could be her person but they haven't gone deeper yet cue 
going deeper. Mm -hmm. They talk about their dads. Apparently, Johnny's dad used to call him pork chop. (laughs) Actually, this seems really traumatizing. He reveals his family is, quote, fucked up at the moment because his brother is in prison and his Mm -hmm. mother's really having a hard time with it. That's rough. Yeah. And he said the whole world knows now. There was some good fourth wall breakage there. It just felt like a really real moment between the two of them. A lot of real moments with them. Yes. And Victoria was really supportive and not scared off, which is something he was worried about. And then we get in his ITM that he could really picture himself getting engaged to her. And Andy, here is where we agreed that she's going to break his heart. Yeah. I think Victoria really likes Johnny. Yeah. But I think it's a lot harder for Johnny to get into someone at this level than her. I, I just doesn't feel like she's in. You know, the same it's way it's is. like a guy who's really frugal, never buys anything. Yeah, and then someone convinces you got to buy this this sports car. It's amazing. He's like saves up for all year. Okay, he's like, oh, I really don't. I don't buy anything. The guy clips coupons. He buys like no name brand food. Okay, and finally buys a sports car. Yeah, and the first day on the road breaks down. Yeah, that's that. sad. I don't like that story at all. Yeah. But I mean, the difference there is he could probably go and get a new car. No, like if it the first no, day he, didn't he have buy, insurance, it was over. Wait, it's you're over. telling me if you buy a car and it breaks down the day you buy it, if you don't have insurance, he bought it come- from a, a secondhand dealer. <laughs> Yeah. Carvana. Yeah, it was some guy in the street. I think Carvana would actually protect you. Easy on Carvana. They've had a rough year. <laughs> oh, have they? Are you joking, Carvana? Carvana, do you know that Carvana stock was at $360 a year ago? And you know what it's trading at now? What? I mean, it's literally up. It went up recently. Okay. It was, it's like less than $10. Yeah. You're kidding. It was the biggest, by market capitalization, the biggest car company in the world. And now it's like a joke. This is clearly not sponsored. No. <laughs> Can you Carvana, imagine? if you need a car... <laughs> What have you got over there, Andy? I've got a recipe for a delightful pasta primavera. Yes. And in this handy dandy bag, I have all the ingredients. And by the way, the reason why this is worth mentioning is because it's not just for two, but for four. Because my parents are staying in the same hotel as us here in Denver right now. And we discussed it before they came. I was like, should I order some extra HelloFresh meals? Because we don't want to eat out every meal. Right. That's a lot of meals to eat out. Uh-huh. They're here for eight days. HelloFresh really does make it so much easier. We don't have to go grocery shopping. It comes delivered directly to our door. There have been times where we're working and you know my we're, we have plans in the evening. It is so nice to not have to leave and to just be able to cook in our hotel kitchen back there and have a meal for four people. I mean, let's talk about how easy it is to cook for four people with HelloFresh. Yeah. That's not easy to do. No. Like when you think I have to cook for four people, that's a nightmare. Yeah. You start sweating and pulling out of your hair, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a pulling out of your hair situation. Yes. We spend an obscene amount for dinners out for us four. Yes. And with this, it's like- A fraction. A fraction. Mm-hmm. So in case you've been living under a rock, HelloFresh is a meal delivery kit with all the ingredients you need to make delicious, healthy, affordable meals. Mm-hmm. And it lives in your fridge until you're ready to go. Look how handy that is. What, look at that in a bag. <laughs> it's like going to like when you used to go to school with, yeah. with your little lunchbox. I had an incredible Hulk lunchbox. Oh, what did cute. you have? I think mine was my little pony. 
Oh, that's super cute. It's definitely cuter than Incredible My Hulk. Little pony, My, My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Very good. Very Thank good. Yeah. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Shandy65. That's Shandy65. And use code Shandy65 to get 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Shandy65. And use code Shandy65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Uh, <laughs> so, Cozy Earth Pants. Yes, they're comfy. How many days have I worn these since we've been you in You have worn them every single day. You also wear them every day at home. For yeah. some reason, it's more noticeable we're on a trip because you have fewer clothes. Have fewer, yeah. And so I notice more how often you wear those pants. But we also miss, while we're here on the road, our cozy earth I really sheets. do. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. I love those sheets. Yes. And I notice the difference. It's hard to find something that's so snuggly soft, but also cooling at the same time. Usually you associate snuggly oh, yeah. soft with a warmth that yeah, almost like can a be- greenhouse effect yeah, yeah but actually you get that softness without ever getting sweaty never sweaty. that's a really never magical a drop of sweat and i'll tell you something you know what these sheets are fine as a matter of fact these are decent sheets mm-hmm. but i feel the sheets i don't want to feel the sheets yeah i want the sheets to be just part of the atmosphere yeah they just glide over yeah. you it's like going through air you it's- don't say like oh i feel the air today <laughs> no you're just walking and it's a good air it's true i want my sheets to be seamless yeah so, and that's what they do. So cozy earth sheets are made with viscose from bamboo, making them super, super, super soft, more sustainable than your traditional cotton mm-hmm. sheets. And they're also Oprah's favorite sheets. I know. No big deal. Can we talk about that again? Oprah's we, we, favorite we've sheets. We've talked about it to death and I will continue to talk about it. It's dead and we're going to make it the living dead <laughs> because Oprah does not recommend just anything. No. And she's recommended this for how many years? Five. Five years? Yes. Also, the Cozy Earth Sheets have a 100-night sleep trial, meaning you could sleep on those sheets for 100 nights and decide they're not for you, and you could send them back. So we have a very special holiday offer, because I do think this would make a great holiday gift. Oh, yeah. For our Shandies, right now you can save 40% on Cozy Earth, but hurry, this holiday offer ends soon. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Shandy and be sure to enter code Shandy at checkout to save 40%. That's CozyEarth.com slash Shandy, S-H-A-N-D-Y, CozyEarth.com slash Shandy. So now Logan and Michael talk. Logan says Kate keeps hinting that he's not meeting the mark. Hmm. And meanwhile, Kate in her ITM says that she's a wower. Yeah. She wows other people and therefore she wants to also be wowed. All right. So I actually kind of appreciate this because I can kind of relate to this. <laughs> sure. Like from my dating days, like I would want to go in and like, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah. But I also don't think you can punish someone for not wowing you. They're either going to wow you or they aren't. And it might come in forms that you don't expect. Yeah. Like I had never been wowed by some of the way you wowed me, but you did wow me yeah. in an unexpected way. I didn't have to be like, wow me better. That's the thing. If you demand to be wowed, you're going to get fake wow. <laughs> it's going to be the worst kind of wow. Well, it's going to yeah. be like, oh, fine, here, wow. <laughs> Happy now? It's actually not totally dissimilar to when Jill and uh, what's his name? Oh my God. Jacob. Yeah. When Kira. You mean oh my Jacob God. from eight seasons ago? <laughs> Yeah, it's all coming it's like back we, to see, me. we cut to Jacob now, and he's like, he's, he's, white <laughs> he's got a beard. <laughs> but yeah, when Kira came and she's talking to Jacob, and then Brittany came and yeah. like yelled at Jacob for not going to Jill, and you were upset with that because you're like, you have to let the chips fall. Like, would he have done that on his own? Right. It's kind of a similar thing here. 
like you want someone to wow you without being prompted you gotta multiple let, times a day. You got to let your partner do what they do. Yes. You can't train them. If you train them, you're always going to be sorry. But it's you're going to get someone who's not the person that you got it's in true. the first place. You're going to get a, you a temporary, like a Band-Aid yeah. fix. You yep. got to let it do what it do. Totally <laughs> let it do what it mm. do. Okay, so Kate and Logan finally talk. He says he was hurt by what she said at the rose ceremony. He felt triumphant at that point after she had gone on a date with someone else and they had recovered. They had that rain moment. It was very yeah, romantic. Well, that was hot. And he said if that was her summary of that week, then that kind of hurts. Yeah. I, I thought he expressed this really well. Again, Logan coming through. Whenever any, some people still don't like him. They say he's lackadaisical. Is it lackadaisical or laxadaisical? I think it's lackadaisical. It is lackadaisical. Most people say laxadaisical. <laughs> yeah, like people say espresso. Espresso. I mean, I just want to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've never said espresso. She says the growth they had was because of her steering the ship. And he's like, "Uh, I don't agree with that. I really like how he challenges her. Yeah. He says he doesn't think she picks up on the ways he shows he cares. Like uh, in a moment where he expressed how much he cares about her in front of an entire group. She says she has to pry things out of him. He should fight for her. She brings it back to him not telling her to not go on the date with Hayden. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Back in all seven. He defends himself yet again and says, now that you know the wiring behind it, doesn't it make sense? No. And she retorts. This is such a retort. Oh, the definition yeah, of retort. retort. Now that you know the wiring behind it, doesn't it make sense that this isn't enough for me? Mm. <sighs> he finally concedes. And after he gives up, she's all warm and affectionate yeah, again. Yeah, turn. Very lovey-dovey. Yeah. In general, I... She is just super condescending towards him. Also very, I don't want to use the word high maintenance phrase because people get upset by that. Well, and I think it's really. She's the the kind of high maintenance you can call high maintenance, but she's constantly demanding things that aren't there. Yeah. It's like he's doing enough. He's being Logan. That's what Logan is. Yeah, take it or leave it. Yeah, the maintenance, the highness (laughs) of the maintenance is that she's demanding something that she didn't buy. Yeah, She bought an apple and she's like, why can't you have more citrus overtones? Is it overtones or undertones? I don't know. Is there any overtone in a fruit? It's always undertone. Is there any I undertone? Think just, just or is tone. it just tone? I think it's just tone. You sure it's not undertone? I don't actually know. I think undertone is a thing used. Well, I actually think you can get an apple with maybe some citrus undertones. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Like a Granny Smith to me is more acidic than okay. Uh, okay. Gala. Gala. Gala is not a great album. No. no. I Macintosh. I go Macintosh or go home. So I love Cortland. But Cortland's a good apple. Oh, yeah. Fuji too. Fuji's a good apple. I Fuji. Like, if I'm going to go mainstream grocery yeah. apple, I'm just going to get a Granny Smith. Ooh, that's not a good call. <laughs> no, I don't approve of that at all. It's too sour. You go Fuji? A Fuji is such a nice balance. It's like a little sweet, a little it's tart. It's a little too sweet. It's a good chew. It's mm. a good crunch. We lunch. need Rodney for this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> 17. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. When are we up to 16? Oh, <laughs> It seems like she can't be wrong. Kate yeah. cannot be wrong in a situation. He, I actually thought he showed a lot of maturity by just, you know, throwing up his hands and he was like, okay. And she rewarded him and kind. She yeah. loved that he completely conceded here. Meanwhile, Andy, you could not get over the music throughout this debate. Yeah, it was the wrong music. Good music. By the way, the music in this episode, solid. But that music was the kind of music where like 
a guy is facing a final battle at the top of some mountain with like some (laughs) samurai master. Yeah. And he's hiking up and he's like going through snow and he's got like a big backpack and a sword and a cane. This wasn't annoying relationship conversation music. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we talk about the music on the show more than any other recappers? This is what I'll say. I wouldn't talk about the music if it was bullshit. The music on this season has been exemplary. It has actually, and also other than that, but it also plays a huge part. Yeah. Like, I feel like you can't recap the show without talking about the music. It makes such a difference. Like, you can tell when they're trying to tell you something. It's all signs. Yeah. No, music, without music, film in general, whether it be TV, movies, reality TV, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. No. Imagine watching one of these great epic masterpieces, these films, without any music. It'd be a joke. It actually becomes funny. Funny. It becomes ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. We agree. Yes. Shockingly. Music tames uh, the savage beast. Okay. So now it's the next day. Florence seems pretty pissed that after three days with Justin, he hasn't even acknowledged her since the Mara date. So he didn't acknowledge her before going on the date, since returning, all that stuff. On a huge day bed, she starts becoming more and more vocal in her irritation. And then she's like, oh, I'm leaving. She goes to pack. Mm. And then he comes to Is find her. Is this packing her. number three? No, this is Florence's first. If it oh, were sorry. Genevieve, I it would be. Genevieve's. I got lost. Wait, who I got we? lost. <laughs> you There's you been a lot Genevieve. of people packing. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people threatening to leave. If it yeah. were Genevieve, it would have been probably number four. Okay. So he comes and finds her. He says that he has a better connection with her. He wants to pursue that. And of course, now Mara comes up on them. And Mara and Justin now talk. He says he's sticking with Florence. And she smiles a little too big at this. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, that's fine. Yeah, that's not fine. The music is pretty hilarious as she saunters away. She basically makes a beeline for the bar and she's like, ladies, we're getting wasted. Yeah, I mean, that's the right thing to do. Is it when you're her and apparently when you're drunk, you end up it crying about being alone? It doesn't matter if it's the right thing alone. to do. It's the thing you do. You got to go through the motions as a human. Yeah, I was really hoping she was going to be a good drunk where it's like, well, let's party and celebrate mm. our singledom. Instead, she did like a drunk crying yeah. scene. By the way, can I say record time from being covered in a hot chocolate and made out with <laughs> to being broken up with? Yeah. Never in history has that been done uh, faster. I really want Mara to not do this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about Mara. <laughs> I actually didn't mean that in a mean way. No, I really I meant mean. that in a nice way. Mara has a place in this world. It is not on this show. I actually think I really like Mara's energy. Yeah. I like you do. You know what do it, you really like Mara's energy? I is like that her. what you like? <laughs> do you? You know what I like about her is I actually don't really buy that she's that confident. I think that a lot of this is to oh, cover yeah. for a lack not of confident. yes. Yeah. But I really admire it. I, I really, agree. I feel like she's worked really hard. I to, want to see insecure Mara. Yeah, or, or Mara, I want her sorry. to. I, want I keep her, thinking marinara. It's marinara. <laughs> it does okay. work. The yeah. little spicy. Yeah, I just don't saucy. need the little spicy, little saucy. <laughs> just like marinara is enough. Like my friend Dove. Yeah. Is dov. Yeah. He says dove like the bird. Okay. So you you know it makes it. So easy. you don't say dove. He doesn't say dove like the bird, the bird of peace, the bird that you know. <laughs> Prince used in his music videos. Like, it's just dove like the bird. That's enough. Period. Yeah. Okay, with Mara, I really wish she would bring that confidence or the, you know, the learned confidence that she seems to have yeah. into the real world. Like, I cannot picture her struggling dating in the real world. I agree. But she puts herself in these situations where she's like fighting for some 24-year-old guy who, according to you, is his best asset is his penis. Giant. Huge. Massive. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I don't know. I just, I want her to thrive. And I feel like she keeps putting herself in a situation where she's not. I agree to. with you. Anyway, not gonna get any it just makes me here. sad. It makes me sad. Well, that's not make me quite sad. <laughs> okay, now we're back to Andrew. Andrew's been down about Rodney for mm, some time, and yeah. Jasenia calls these hard times. Mm, yeah, definitely. Tell that to an 1800s coal miner. <laughs> yeah. We get Word Watch 16, though. We get another Rodney in there yeah. from Andrew. Meanwhile, we see Kate in the women's area. The women's area? <laughs> you mean the nice ladies' area? <laughs> Reveal that Logan had sent her a drink. This is a, yeah. a gesture of him trying to step it up. That's nice. But she says, but it was free, so. Ah, that's the thing that should be left unsaid, in my opinion. You know what that's like? That's like making a joke at a wedding where yeah. you get someone a drink. You're like, oh, it's on me. Oh. Which, by the way, I've done. But I learned <laughs> very quickly, not funny. No, that joke should never be made more no. than once in someone's life. No. I made it once, and I don't regret it. I learned my lessons. It's not funny. Those people who make that joke at every wedding. Every wedding. They wait. They literally are like, oh, another wedding. I get, I'm going to pull it out. <laughs> I'm going to pull it out at the right moment. I'm not going to screw it up this time. So now Ancy arrives and immediately pulls Andrew. He says he knows who she is. She comes from New York, doesn't she? No. <laughs> Andy, you said bullshit. No. Lindsay, she's California through and through. Yeah. Maybe she lives in New York. You, I think you have a peeve when people say they're from New York. I, I'm fine. You say, I came via New York. Yeah. Or no. I've been living in New York. I, don't no. say you're from New York. I, I don't say I'm from California because I lived in California for a year. No, no, I think you're right. And I've lived in New York for like collectively 12, 13 years now. Oh, oh, is it 12 years? Somewhere around there. I officially call a, a person from New York if they if they do 12 years. Yeah, but if they do 12 if they do, years. They do a bit, a 12-year bit. Yeah, no, I'm from Canada. I live in New York. But you could say, if you said I'm from New York... I wouldn't have major beef with it because you've spent more than a decade here, significantly more than a decade. Yeah. But but generally speaking, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Anyway, you called this bullshit, Andy. It is bullshit. Lindsay arrives and immediately pulls Logan. He pretty much straight up says that he's into Kate, but he did want to meet her. That was oh, interesting. Why would he want, why would he want to meet Kate? Lindsay. Wait. Who? <laughs> Sorry. Lindsay, the one who looks like Elsa. Oh, so, right, so right, new. right, right, right. There's yeah, two yeah, new girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's They'll get it because I'll put her photo okay. in, but there's a new person. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm one so step ahead. Or one, there's three steps behind. Ancy <laughs> asks Andrew on the date. He immediately says yes with no hesitation. Mm. And Lindsay asks Logan and he says he needs to talk to Kate. He needs to get permission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mommy, <laughs> can I go on a date with Lindsay? Kate says she's surprised he's even entertaining this idea right after their conversation. Oh, yeah. And he says she always seems disappointed in him, critical of him, yeah. and that she seems to look down on him. And she says things are different after that conversation. They're different now. So it's different. different. Her going on a date with Hayden was different than him. She decides when everything's different. Yes. She decides when it's the same. She decides <laughs> when it's different. They return and she proceeds to vent. So so Logan, very politely, as he takes Lindsay aside to say, sorry, no, I'm pursuing things with Kate. I actually think he did this in a perfectly reasonable manner. Yeah. But while he goes and does this, she vents to the rest of the women about how he has fucked up. How could he even entertain this? Mm. Andy, you said she doesn't have a venti. This is a reference to Thursday's Q&A. Yeah. But yeah, a venti. She yeah. needs to find one. One confidant. Otherwise, she's just talking shit. Talking shit to everybody. Yeah. The whole world knows what she's saying. Logan talks to Lindsay, says he can't go. Lindsay leaves. 
Aww. I was you, I was sad. I was too. I really like Lindsay. Yeah, she, she was very likable right. on her season. Yeah. And she does look like Elsa. Yeah. I don't even really know officially who Elsa is. <laughs> and I still think she looks like Elsa. Okay, so Logan and Johnny talk near the bar now. This is sort of a hidden camera yeah. shot, but sure. I am mentioning it instead of skimming over it because I love how Johnny sees Kate for being manipulative. Yeah. And he He's he calling her out. Yeah, and he says to Logan, he's like, she's getting in your head. It's cute, these little like male friendships and how yeah. they're protecting each Johnny other. Johnny and Logan, by the way, the most real people, except Andrew, by the way. A- Andrew, yeah. Andrew is up there. Yeah. But Johnny and Logan, to me, are the most real people on the beach. On the beach. In my opinion. Okay. Yeah. Is that, uh, you don't agree? No, 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 I don't. That's you don't agree? <laughs> Kate comes over and to her face, Johnny says, are you happy Logan stayed? And she was like, yeah. And he's like, are you really? I just loved this. Yeah. It really felt like he was sort of putting her in her place. And not in an annoying way. No. Not like a mm-mm girl. <laughs> it was more like it's just like, no, seriously, let's be honest here. What's going on? Yeah. It's my boy. I like it when people challenge Kate. Yeah. She's a little too invincible. So uh, some people said last week that they think she's really auditioning to be the v- new villain on Selling Sunset. Yeah. Which I'm would sure be a true. career turn for her. I know you don't know Selling. <laughs> Andy's gotten through about 10 minutes of Selling Sunset ever. It's horrible. It is horrible, but there's a lot of like real estate porn. Yeah. That's the no, main If you like real anyway. estate and you like pretty girls, I guess. Yeah. Well, pretty girls who really like go there. Like mean girls. Oh, no. Like, it's not even about their personalities. No, I just like right. to see what they're wearing and what they do with their hair. <laughs> okay, so Andrew and NC go on their date now. They play a ring toss, a cactus ring toss, mm. and eat extremely large oysters. And Andy, here you said, I don't believe in aphrodisiacs. I don't. Although I, I've, uh, I think that celery makes me a little horny. What? Yeah, I found this. I think it reminds me of Bloody Marys. And Bloody Marys are often a drink I have. When I'm engaged in something that may result in sex. <laughs> so somehow celery makes me horny. Okay. But that's an association thing. Well, I don't believe, I think just stay hydrated, get good sleep, exercise, you'll be horny. It's fine. You don't need oysters. <laughs> Back at the beach, Jasenia says NC doesn't know that she's taken a quote, closed off and guarded guy on her date. Meanwhile, of course, back in the date, Andrew is seriously connecting with NC and they're making yeah. out hard, hard in the pool. Yeah. Her chemistry is through the roof. Andrew and NC return from the date and Andrew right away finds Jasenia to talk. He says he's been down and is looking for some happiness. He says she deserves more than he's been able to give her. And she says she felt her feelings for him were deeper than his for her and in general though she lets him off very easy a little too easy i actually thought that maybe this was going to be it but no i really thought so too there was a themed party to come yeah and we all know things must surface at the themed party in paradise (sighs) she goes and cries and says that she should leave and danielle's comforting her and says no don't leave and i wrote why not yeah It's too bad she didn't leave. Yeah, I wrote big mistake, huge, to quote pretty woman. But I actually think it's fine if Jasenia wanted to leave. Why is she still there? Leave. Well, no, because her purpose was to ruin the 90s party, Andy. That was her purpose. Finally, a moment in Bachelor in Paradise, which I believe could have began and ended beautifully. Oh, yeah, no, And fun. No. A fun time. And now back to Logan. He says it's been stressful, but he hopes no more women walk down those steps, which cues, of course, Gabby and Rachel. This is painted as extremely high stress and high stakes. And finally, that's the end of episode 13. We get our credits with Mara and Justin getting into a pool of chocolate. 
Okay, so episode 14. The gist is that the ex-boyfriends of Gabby and Rachel are white in the face at seeing the two of them, and the ladies go chat. Andy, you said, wait, why is Mara still there? (laughs) I stand by that. Tyler gets the stamp of approval from the Bachelorettes to the tune of... This just goes to show you how clueless they are. (laughs) They shit on Logan, and Tyler is is Jesus Christ. Well, you know, I feel like Gabby was really just along for the ride She was along for the ride. You know, what was clear is why they were there. They were there to cast doubt about Logan specifically. Yeah. I truly believe that. In how brief this was, they came in just to talk to the women... And basically talk about the men from their season and then leave. You're telling me no, of course that they were right. to- they were told to say good things about every I, guy. I agree. Come I on, agree. But come on, Rachel saying Logan hasn't improved or hasn't grown. Who yeah. the hell is she to say that? I know. That? I have so many issues with this. Okay, so first though about Tyler, this is what Rachel says about Tyler. Mm-hmm. Quote: He's like real. I mean, like ready. What the hell does that mean? (laughs) I said, nice to know that's his defining feature. Ready to what? You can be ready for anything. Ready to kill you? (laughs) Ready to eat a sandwich? Well, my main issue is like, what are his traits? What does he have to offer? That's what I want in a partner? (laughs) I know. Are you ready? Great. (laughs) Yeah, that would seem to be a top priority among them is that he's ready. Can you imagine on a date being like, are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's fuck. Why How is that, is that a selling it's, point? It's, Everyone's ready for the right person. Yes. He's just ready for anybody? Yeah. No. Like anybody comes along, he's ready? That's all you need is for him to be ready. That immediately makes him a good guy and sincere and funny and smart and charming and everything, apparently. That's great. Yeah. Let's, 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 his nickname is now Ready Whip. <laughs> okay, Johnny also seems to get the stamp of approval. And when Logan comes up, Rachel has a opinions she says she doesn't respect logan nope and kate and gabby and rachel go chat now okay danielle in her itm says that she's shocked to hear the disdain in the bachelorette's voices about logan i really appreciated this she was like from what i can tell he's a reasonable nice guy yeah she's objective here victoria says if they were all judged by their past experiences none of them would have a chance preach yes and Victoria was really the poster child for that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you just have to keep yeah, taking she, my word for it. <laughs> nope, no, nothing personal with this. Just, just my opinion. <laughs> to Kate, now Rachel seriously disses Logan. Oh, I wrote something about thinking he thought he was the bachelor when he ended things with her. I said, God, she holds what? a grudge. So she felt that the way Logan broke up with her to pursue Gabby instead, that he acted like he had the power and he felt like he was being the bachelor. You know what, Rachel? It's such a bad read Rachel on that situation. Rachel loves Logan. <laughs> well, isn't that funny you mentioned that? Because that's what got them all into that situation in the first place. And really, I mean, Logan was just fucked from the get-go because yeah. of that. And we'll get to this later when we talk about Jasenia, but we have to remember that Rachel is the one who actively pursued Logan, said she liked him, and that's why Gabby backed off. Yeah. And yes, you could argue that Logan shouldn't have accepted her rose when, you know, they drew that line in the sand, all that stuff. But as a contestant, you do not have a ton of power. You're you people underestimate how many months of just hoops you've been jumping through to even reach that point. I can see why if you also liked her somewhat, you'd be like, okay, well, I'll see where this goes. Sure. Anyway, my point being, we all saw the scene. I do not think Logan was in any way disrespectful or acted like he was in a position of power with Rachel at all. Nope. 
I just nope. don't think she can handle rejection at Can't all. And she's the one that pursued him aggressively to the point where he had to reject her. Yeah. Meanwhile, the guy's harboring COVID the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the clock's ticking on him. I said, this whole thing feels extremely plotted and planned. Like there's no way they didn't know that oh, their purpose was to come yeah, in here and at least find one guy to talk shit about. Yeah. And I said, this would add up with Gabby playing along as well. Sure. And Gabby was, you know, I, I have to say, Gabby's nice. She Gabby, is. you know what? Gabby plays along. She's like, I'll just play along. I'm not going to, I'm not going to rock the boat here. Yes. She doesn't she, want to do she this. She doesn't like. But I, she will is, take the paycheck, which I respect. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone's got to earn a living. Yeah. Okay. So now they leave. Gabby and Rachel leave. That was literally their purpose. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Okay, so now it's the evening. Michael finds a date card, and it's for... Dun, da, da, da. Do you remember? I have no recollection. <laughs> no, Was it Michael? No. Okay. He found the date Wait, card. Wait, give me, give me three guesses. You were really excited when you found out who it was for. So excited. You couldn't wait to watch this date. It was everything you wanted in a date on Paradise. Are you being sarcastic or serious? What do you think? You're being sarcastic. Yes. Mara. No, Mara already went on the date. Oh, with no, Justin. sorry. Justin. No. Oh, oh, Chloe. Who's Chloe? I mean, Floe. I mean, Florence. No. Um, you watched the episode. You don't remember the just date? Come on, it's four hours. <laughs> Does the guy care? Okay, keep going. Keep going. Um. Um. Okay. The girl on the date was wearing okay, okay, a, okay. a white dress. What kind of white dress? <laughs> No, give me, give me a description. She looks really good in her white dress. Oh, I think Am I Am I focusing on the I wrong part of this? I think I know what this, this is. Um, you can do it. He was ready to get this date. Brittany! <laughs> Tyler, yeah. Oh, Tyler, right. <laughs> so the date card goes to Tyler. He, of course, invites Brittany, and she wears a white dress. Good job, I had Andy. no recollection. <laughs> I was sleeping, I think. This reminds me of the time you didn't know my astrology sign. What is your astrology sign? Are you serious? Cancer? Are we going to do this again? Capricorn? Virgo? Leo? Um, I need a final guess and then I'll say whether you're right or wrong. I can't believe this. We've already been through this. Cancer? No. Virgo? Yes. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> just luck. It was luck. Okay, so now we cut to the mic room. We can't see the mic room. We can only hear the mic room. Genevieve and Aaron seem to be disagreeing about stress and irritation, the difference mm. between stress and irritation. Aaron says stress is to irritation as itching is to pain. Hold on, let me think about that for one second. I didn't really give this the time. Stress is to irritation. You know what? I'm not even going to give him that because those two are unrelated. Anyway, the gist is he thinks that itching is low form pain. He's wrong. Genevieve has a big issue with this. She should. They have a big argument about this. and he's, They shouldn't. <laughs> he's really aggressive in how he insists he's right about could this. You imagine, it's so bizarre. Could you imagine a relationship no. that has legs where they have a, a, a borderline domestic abuse <laughs> fight about the difference between itch and pain? Unbelievable. I agree. This, on, I, this uh, relationship- it's funny. It's funny. But it's, it's not a good a, relationship. It's only funny as a parody. It's funny in like a that is so unbelievable kind of way, not in a wait, it's are a they sitcom. actually dating kind of way? Because now I'm worried. I'm yeah. worried for her. It's a sitcom. 
It's not a real life. Yes. Thing. Yeah. It's that extreme. Okay. So he's like, well, I'll, I'm leaving. I'll see you later. And she's all upset. She goes and packs her bags, asks for a car and says she's never been so disrespected she's in right, her life. By the way. I just want to maintain she's right. Uh, There's two different parts of the brain. One part of the brain is itch. One part of the brain is pain. <laughs> different things. She says such attitude. So Aaron, her issues with how Aaron speaks to her. And I got to say, if a guy ever spoke to me the way Aaron speaks to her about shit that doesn't even matter, Dumb. I would also pack my bags and ask you her. You have self-respect. And no, no disrespect to Jenny. No, she she's trying to do the right thing. He just stops her she every just time. Can't. Aaron, meanwhile, says he doesn't appreciate being yelled at when he's just trying to help her. He's the help victim. Help her convince. He's helping her. <laughs> Convince her of something that is scientifically wrong. <laughs> According to him, it's scientifically proven. It's scientifically wrong. Okay, so Aaron once again intercepts Genevieve's departure. This is now becoming a trend yeah. for the two of them. She's got all her bags packed. You know, what I'm most amazed by is that she keeps packing and unpacking. Like, packing and unpacking oh are the worst things in the world. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. The amount of effort that goes into that. Yes. All your toiletries, all your underwear, your swimsuits, oh. your shoes. Can you imagine doing that every couple of days like this? Oh. <laughs> I said, I refuse to take notes of this argument, but suffice to say, Aaron manages to make Genevieve look calm and reasonable. Yeah. It's awful. I hate watching the two of them together. It makes me uncomfortable. I want to save Genevieve. Yes. I want to just swing in like, like on a, like on a Tarzan, a Tarzan style. Yeah. Uh, what do you call that? A, a rope? What's, uh, a vine. vine. A vine. <laughs> it's a strong vine. Very. How does he find all these amazingly mm. strong vines? Does he ever grab a vine thinking like maybe this vine's not attached well? I mean, some vines have to be like rotten or like not attached that well. Yeah, but tree. he's so spry that even if it breaks, he'll so just catch breaks, another one. So if it breaks, he'll just one. catch or grab a tree trunk. Yeah. Anyway, this guy, I don't even remember what I was talking Tarzan? about. Tarzan? Yeah. Oh, Aaron. Wait, who? <laughs> you oh, want to save? I want to save her. Yes. I want to swing him like Tarzan and just grab her yeah. and just take her away. I agree. Because this feels wrong. It feels icky watching yeah. them together. Okay, so they kiss and make up. And Andy, you called this a sick relationship. Sick. We Disgusting. agreed. It felt like we were supposed to find this funny. Don't, but it's not this funny. This is not funny. They're condoning abusive relationships. It's uncomfortable to watch. And it's at the point where each fight they have, I truly... like. You know how I joke that we weren't invested in Justin and Eliza. Like I'm invested in almost none of these couples. What I'm invested in is Genevieve and Aaron breaking up. Me too. I want there to be a nice, good, clean, uh, old fashioned I, breakup. I can't wait because you know what? There is no way that they're going to last. No I chance. mean, I hope. I, I hope. hope. <laughs> the only way they last is if they end up in the hospital. Uh, and I'll tell you something. The day Genevieve... I hope it's Genevieve who decides to walk. Yeah. The day she walks, I'm going to DM her and she's going to ignore me completely. <laughs> what are you going to say? Congratulations. Yeah. And it's going to be like block. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? We've, we haven't been mean to Genevieve. No, I haven't been mean to her. I just feel like I just don't have the clout to talk to Genevieve. Oh. Sad. Yes, you, you I'm also have like clout. older. It's a little weird. No, you have clout. Do you I have clout? clout? Yeah. Do I have clout? You, Andy's been getting recognized at the opera left, right, yeah, and center. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of people came up to me. At You've the got opera. more clout than you think. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andy, we are just 
days away from being reunited with oh, our Lomi. I am so excited. <laughs> it's the same feeling I had as a kid when I got some amazing birthday present. Yes. Like I was like a little kid. It's like, like an adult. Honestly, the last time I saw you this excited about a device was your drone. Oh man, it's like drone. I threw, I, I drove the drone off a cliff, by the way. <laughs> yes. This actually it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> yes. That doesn't happen with the Lomi, thankfully. It really is one of those like adult toys that also does good for the environment. And it's also just so freaking cool. Do you know how much it takes and how much thought you have to put into something that makes an adult excited? Yes. To convert garbage to soil. Yes. So let's quickly explain what the Lomi is so excited. So you turn your food waste into soil in four hours and it's silent. You do it with the touch of a button. It happens on your kitchen counter. Can we talk about how much time it would take to compost food waste into soil without a Lomi? Sometimes it kind of just takes forever. It like never happens. It never really happens. When like I you t- might have sort of sort of soil yeah. and then there'll be like, like, a, like a chicken bone sticking out of it. <laughs> And let's be real. Food waste is a massive problem because not only is it just filling up our garbage bags and going into landfill, but that becomes harmful methane. hundred times more powerful than CO2 as a greenhouse gas. And so how lovely to instead turn that into soil that you can put in your plants, not in your plants, around your plants. (laughs) Well, it goes in your plants. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, Yeah. the nutrients go in your plants. I also think this is an amazing gift for the right person. It's the best gift I can think of right now. If you received this as a gift, you would lose your shit. It would be the first really good gift I've gotten in a long time. No offense. So if you want to make an environmental impact or just make post-dinner cleanup easier, Lomi is for you. Head to Lomi.com slash Shandy and use promo code Shandy to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you go to Lomi.com, L-O-M-I.com slash Shandy, S-H-A-N-D-Y, and enter promo code Shandy at checkout. Food waste is gross. Lomi is your solution. With the holidays just around the corner, Lomi will make the perfect gift for someone on your shopping list. <clears throat> Oh, are you showcasing your skin, Charlene? I am showcasing my skin. You know, I work hard at my skincare regimen, yeah. and therefore I feel I have a right to show off. And I have apostrophe to thank, in particular, for making it so much easier to look after it. Because anyone who's been listening to Dear Shandy knows that I've been using prescription tretinoin for well over a decade now, but the last couple of years it's been a whole lot easier to get because I get it through apostrophe. They connect you with licensed dermatologists who will review your photos, your skincare concerns, and prescribe you something if they think you need it. Yeah, and guess who hadn't been using tretinoin (laughs) up until he heard about apostrophe? Hmm. Yeah, you got three guesses. (laughs) Yeah, and you actually have gotten into it. Yeah, I mean... Your pores, they're smaller. That's a decent skin. Yeah. It's better. I used to be ruddy. I was much ruddier. (laughs) You were, yeah. Yeah. I'm very glad that I've gotten you on board. And and actually, apostrophe was the only way it was going to happen. I'm not kidding. Because Andy, I'm telling you right now, was never going to go to the dermatologist to ask for something for his skincare regimen. I just go for rashes. That's it. (laughs) My rashes get out of control. I'm like, time for the derm. So again, you fill out that online consultation, which is really convenient with selfies of your skin and your concerns, and you get to communicate with a real licensed dermatologist. I mean, if that's not a time saver, I don't know what is. And then those prescriptions are delivered directly to your door. You don't need to go to the pharmacy. You don't need to go to the dermatologist. I mean, if we're going to talk about gas, you're saving on gas alone. You know, sometimes laziness is right. (laughs) 
Yes. So we have a very special deal for our audience, the Shandies. Get your first visit with an apostrophe provider for only $5 when you go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and enter promo code Shandy. That's a savings of $15 and this offer is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Shandy and click get started. Then use our code Shandy at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. Okay, so Michael and Danielle now have some time together. She says she's crazy about him. He says he's spending more time being excited about her than scared, which mm. is a big deal for yeah, him, sure. yeah. given the, his history. And the gist is it's very romantic and they're great for each other. Andy, you and I, though, agreed that we think he's going to break her heart one day. Yep. He Do you is. stand by that? I don't know. I feel like they're pretty cute together. He's going to break her heart. I, I, I do feel like if anyone's breaking anyone's heart, he's breaking hers. Yeah. Okay, so Tyler and Brittany go on their date. She thanks him for taking her and Andy. He said he planned the whole itinerary. <laughs> she pretty much reports what Gabby and Rachel said about him, which mm. is that he's very ready. Yeah. He's ready. What more do you need? He's, he's ready. ready. Well, many exclamation That's it. marks. He's just a, a waiting sperm <laughs> vessel. <laughs> Tyler says he wants to leave Paradise with Brittany and she toasts to one of the best dates she's ever been on in her life. And he echoes this. And we once again marveled at how Tyler never really seems to say anything. He just repeats no. back what other people have said. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a Brittany Tyler role play. Oh, no. Let's go. You go okay. first. I'm Tyler. You're Brittany. Obviously. Um, so I, I'm Brittany, You're Brittany. So I'm the one that's doing all the work. Yeah, I'm Tyler. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get let me get really jacked. Hold on. <laughs> Okay, I'm Jack. Tyler, I like your strawberry socks. I like these socks too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you you seem to be fitting in well here. You know, in... I feel like I'm fitting in pretty well here. Yeah. Oh, great. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm having a great time getting to know you. I am having an even greater time getting to know you. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think you're... Do you want to try and make this work outside of paradise after all this? You know what I really want to do? I want to try to make this work outside of paradise. Really? Really. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Andy, you called it actually a good strategy. It is a good strategy. It's actually one of the oldest tricks in the book. Yeah. You just echo what someone's saying. Everyone loves that. Everyone loves that. Yeah. They like to be echoed. Yeah. It works. Especially if you're ripped and good looking and you (laughs) shoot a good hoops. And you're ready. And he's so ready. (laughs) Brittany in her ITM says that she's falling in love. And now the next day, Fekka arrives. We we need to have fanfare. Uh, When Fekka arrives, we need to do things. (laughs) In honor of Becca proposing to Thomas... They announced the first annual Sadie Hawkins dance. Yeah. I needed you to define a Sadie Hawkins dance to me. Yeah. I, I mean, the only reason I knew this is because I literally went to Sadie Hawkins dances when I was a kid. Is that so that's a 90s thing? Yeah. I don't know who Sadie Hawkins was, but apparently she liked asking guys to dance. <laughs> that's all I know about her. <laughs> I wonder Very if forward that's, woman. I wonder if that's American. It's, a, it's definitely American. in high school. Like I was in high school in the nineties. So I'm like prime age for this. And we never had a yeah, what do you Hawkins. Think? There's a Sadie Hawkins dance in Thailand. Of course it's American. <laughs> yeah, Sadie okay. Hawkins. Canada is not Thailand. Like it's not the same international like foreignness as Thailand. Okay. I don't know. It's possible that we yeah, would. But they have Thanksgiving on a different day in Canada. That's true. But we still have a Thanksgiving. 
True. Touche. <laughs> Andy, you called this a waste of Thomas. Absolute. Wait, you know what this is like? This is like driving your kids to daycare in a Lamborghini. <laughs> He deserves more. You have no idea what Thomas has to offer. This is a disaster. (laughs) Thomas, no disrespect. I I get it. He did a great job. They both did a great job. They did what they had to do. They had had lines. They did great. Thomas, I have met many men. Many men. Not not so many men that tall and, 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 you know, aesthetically pleasing. But I've met many men. Very few have impressed me like Thomas Mm -hmm. has. And what he showed on this yeah, show? He, no, he did a great a job. Though. Is he, this a show? Yeah. Does this count as a it's show? It's still a show. Is it a thing? I um, think it's a thing. Does it rise to the level of show? No. It's a thing. He maybe made it a show just by his presence. Thomas did not give what he has to offer on this thing. It's not his fault. He wasn't given the opportunity. Yeah. And I'm just saying, I, I like Thomas. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. So now the ladies have to come up with creative ways to ask their men to the dance. Yeah. Genevieve has a mariachi band, Serenade Aaron. I Why didn't she, she sing? Yeah, she should have sung. Pussy. Brittany invites Tyler in a kiddie pool of balls. Serene huh. asks Brandon with a huge amount of wasted food, lots of sweets. An enormous Sunday. It was huge. Unbelievable. You know, I, th- I feel like this, like the, the the show is like building in food waste. Yeah. They're building to like a finale where like, like in the last episode, they're just like a mountain, like yeah. a giant mountain of food that they just light on fire and all laugh and dance around. <laughs> Victoria asks Johnny with a huge blackboard checklist. This was a cute callback, cute. I thought. Yeah. And Danielle asks Michael with face paint. So now cut to Kate and Logan. Hmm. She tells him about the Gabby Rachel concerns about him and wants his take on things. And Logan in his ITM says he wants out of the doghouse. He's been addressing concerns endlessly and it's exhausting. I agree with I him. Mean, I feel bad for him. Yeah. I, I agree. It does feel like that. He says she knows him better than anyone there. And he puts her mind at ease here. And now she asks him to the dance with zero fanfare. And he's like, yes, and they make out. But I have to no point out. No fanfare. If the roles were reversed and the men had to come up with creative ways to ask the women to this dance. And he asked her like this after, you know, I need you to address concerns. And after you have passed that test, will you go to the dance with me? Yeah. What's She'd that? be like, I need you to step up. Exactly. <laughs> I need more. If I'm a selling sunset producer, I say no. I say <laughs> you fail. Come up with a thing. <laughs> okay. So now it's the 90s themed Sadie Hawkins dance. Andy, you did feel some sartorial choices here leaned more 80s. Yeah, which I'm okay with, by the way. I'm never going to complain about anything leaning 80s. Mm. Brandon and Serene talk and say nothing, except that Thekka is a morale boost. And Brandon says he can't wait to be engaged. Talk about ready. Wow. Michael and Danielle talk. They say things keep getting better and better, and it's very lovey-dovey. And Andy, I looked over at you here, and you were asleep, quite literally. Yeah, it was so peaceful. I had to so sweet. wake you up. Yeah. So there's lots of dancing and fun being had, and the focus now turns to Jasenia. Mara and Jasenia now talk. Jasenia says everything she hoped for was on the dance floor, and now we cut to a shot of Andrew <laughs> and Ansi dancing on the dance floor, but I thought it was funny. This was definitely some C-level editing yeah. because the shot they chose, Jasenia was in the background yeah, dancing and time. having a great time. <laughs> Jasenia says she went through this just last year. And she gets her tarot cards read and, of course, is told to be bold. Mm -hmm. And as she starts to melt down, she decides she has to confront Andrew. 
for doing to does her. Does she decide this or does production decide yeah, this? Yeah, definitely. I think she was encouraged to do this. To your dismay, Andy, she interrupts them while they're playing that Velcro ball game. I mean. That's cruel. First of all, Who doesn't love Velcro, Velcro ball game is, fun. is one of the most underrated games yes, ever. Yes, I agree. It's great. It's very it's a fun. fun game. Very fun. You know what the least fun thing is in the world is in the middle of a Velcro ball game to be interrupted <laughs> by a girl you don't like. A girl you've already broken up with. A talk. <laughs> Getting a, a girl of any any ex-girlfriend or current girlfriend to have the talk is always a bad situation. Mm-hmm. It's never good. But imagine doing that, having fun with a girl that <sighs> you just met having a Velcro ball game (laughs) and then having to have the talk with a girl you don't like. It's awful. Well, here's the thing. I actually think Andrew for his part did this right. Like he came back from the date and immediately pulled her and was like, he ended it. He ended it. And it's on her. If she didn't feel like she said everything she wanted to say in the moment, she obviously had more to say, but she decides to wait until the, probably the one time they have that's really fun. This is the most fun. This is the climax. I've ever seen. The most carefree. Everyone's happy. Everyone's yeah. resolved their conflicts. It's one big happy yeah. 90s yeah. party. Yeah. What more could you want? Why can't we just see this to fruition? Mm. I want to see who the homecoming king is. <laughs> I want to see who the most improved is. Whatever the awards are, I want to yeah. see the whole thing. I wanted to see a happy party. I know that's I was how enjoying starved this. we are for happiness. Damn her! Yeah, it was not a great call. It reminded me not to bring up our Q and A again. Did I already bring it up? You did. What was the other thing about? Oh, the Q- oh, the venti. The venti. Yeah. So in that same Q and A, which I'll link, we talked about. When people derail plans that are like collective group plans. For their own for their stupid own, personal gripes. Yeah, their own gripes, their own personal convenience or comfort or desires. She derailed this whole party. Yeah. And the Velcro ball game <laughs> on a micro level because she wanted to rehash something that was totally resolved and done. Mm. Okay, let me, let's quickly plow through this. She says she invested all her time in him, in Andrew, and still doesn't know where his head is at. I wrote, huh? What? He broke up with her. How do you not know where his head is at? He's playing the Velcro ball game with a girl at the 90s party who's made out with a hundred times. Yeah, I do feel, you know, I feel bad for her. Like I don't I'm feel sh- bad at all for no, her. No, I feel bad for her in the sense that I'm sure she wasn't expecting them to be making out with each other, like so into each other in front of her after they had been dating for a little while. A little but, while? Yeah, How little? a little while. How yeah. little? She asks what he wants. He says love. And then she's like, well, your track record doesn't really add up. So she goes over Teddy, Brittany, Jasenia, and now NC. She says if she were in his position, she wouldn't have to do that with so many people. And she says he has skirted by in paradise. And he's like, skirted Improper by? Improper use of skirted. <laughs> He says, this is how paradise goes. You explore relationships. And she says, this experience has felt like a boy's trip. And he was like, well, actually, I've had a really hard time. I was not into this side of her. It really felt like she wanted to punish him. Do you think she wanted to get him back? Maybe a little. Yeah. She just wanted the answer that people want. What's the answer? What What is is she looking for? What's the end game here? What does she want to hear? That's what's upsetting is that whatever she did want to hear, she went about it the exact wrong way. At the exact wrong time. He was having a good, everyone was having a good time. Yeah. Jasenia says, why keep trying to invest in women if he knows he's not in the right place for it? And I wrote, that's not what he said. That's not what he said. NC now is getting annoyed by this conversation. I mean, I would too. So she marches up 
to, to steal him away. And he is like, I really need to finish this conversation. Respect. Yes. Gentlemanly. She now leaves and spirals and is all yeah, bothered that he yeah. didn't leave with her. They had one date the day before. Like, everyone needs to cool yeah, down. Yeah, I agree. And she returns shortly thereafter and basically insinuates that whatever they have is over if he doesn't leave that conversation with her right now. And he's just it's like... A, it's a bluff. Oh, <laughs> it is some bluff. Don't ever yeah. bluff. Oh, man. I've learned the hard way. Don't ever bluff in relationships. Yeah. Ever. Ever. It's very immature. It's immature and it always costs well, you. It's a pa- she's like trying to flex her power, but she hasn't earned that power. They no. have only been on one date. Yeah. Andrew tells NC right there that he wants to be friends with Jasenia after all this. Yeah. And he says he'll find her after. And as NC walks away, she's like, maybe I don't want to. He literally told her, I want to be friends with Jasenia. Yes. So basically he's saying to NC, there's nothing here. Yeah. It's so nothing that I'm going to say in front of her that I want to be her friend. That's what I didn't understand NC was upset about because it was clear to everyone that this conversation wasn't going well. Yeah. She's upset that she was having a good time with, with the uh, sticky ball game. <laughs> Velcro. Velcro. Huh. Velcro. You think oh, that, is there, do they still have a trademark on do you know, that? You know the, where, the do you know Velcro? where they invented Velcro from? They invented Velcro from a spider's legs, from, from his feet. You're kidding. No, they, they analyzed at a micro level a spider's feet, and they have these like, not just spider, flies too. A lot of insects that climb up and down walls. Yeah. Uh, so it was flies. Okay. Um, they have like these little tiny hooks all over their feet. Wow. And the scientists looked at them and they're like, we could do this. That's and amazing. they made it in the lab. And then they trademarked it and called it Velcro. I have a, I have a question for you. Not what? for you. I have a question for you. Yes, the Shandies will know. What is the household name of Velcro? Ooh. No Googling. No Googling. <laughs> Don't Google. I'll know if you Googled. I can tell Wait, by the tone. do you tone. know the answer to this? No. So what you're saying is like facial tissue instead of Kleenex. Yeah. Or what are the, what's the... A Band-Aid? What is it for a Band-Aid? Uh, a, 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 um, a, a plaster? Uh, a plastic bandage? Or a, a plastic a, a bandage? Bandage? A plastic bandage. I think in the UK it's a, pl- a plaster. Okay. Okay, yeah. but that the, that idea. Yeah. Okay, Velcro. Are you sure there is one? 100%. It has to be. But there's more than one Velcro brand. No, there isn't. Oh, you're saying Velcro has... I think Velcro is Velcro. Like they invented Velcro. Oh, you're saying everyone who does Velcro licenses it licenses it <laughs> yes. from Velcro. I think so. Really? Maybe until like 100 years or so something. So you're saying when they invented Velcro, before they named it Velcro, there was no name for it? I think they invented it and they're like, this is such an amazing invention you know that what? we're naming it Velcro. Can I tell you something? Our Shandies always, always outdo my expectations. Yes. Tell me the household name for Velcro. If there is one. Okay, so... Jasenia says she still doesn't know where Andrew's head is at. And he says, you know where my head is at. My heart is somewhere else. And he reveals he's still hung up on Teddy. And this is when we were like, Teddy. (laughs) Teddy. (laughs) And she's like, so there was nothing real between us? That's what she focuses on. Oh, God. She says she's leaving paradise. Good. I love how she says She said it like it was a threat. And he was like, okay, do what you must. (laughs) Leave. Why didn't you leave before? I could have had sticky ball time. <laughs> Finally, he leaves and is miserable. I said, I hope she realizes she ruined everyone's night. Okay, so we have to quickly talk about, I said, talk about the chase here. Because we have to talk about how she first 
landed, and I use landed with air quotes, mm. Andrew. Yeah. Because he was with Britney and wasn't even necessarily that into Britney, but, you know, he was sort of like, he had a lot of guilt around it, and she actively pursued him, very yeah. actively, yeah. and ended up, you know, getting him sure. in, in a yeah, paradise yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of way. Mm. I think that's worth pointing out, because I feel that, look at the way Andrew pursued Teddy, if you can remember that far back. <laughs> There's a pursuit thing here. There's a chase thing here. And I'm not saying this applies to all people, but, you know, you talk about the chase often in the relationship side of this podcast. And as much as modern day dating might force women to be more aggressive in the pursuit of guys they're interested in, I do think it is a fine line. Because if you work as hard to get someone as Jasenia fought to get Andrew, and she really did pursue him. Yeah. Like she set up a date for him with heart-shaped pizza. Like she was going after him and him alone. I just don't think that this is a surprising outcome. Like I never thought he was that into her. No. He was going through the motions. It was like, okay. If you ever find yourself in a short-term relationship that ends with the person you are pursuing or with going for someone else and seeming happy with them, Mm -hmm. back the fuck off. Yeah. It's done. Mm -hmm. It's over as over as anything is ever. Yeah. He already told her he wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. At that point, you're just hurting yourself. I agree. In her car ride home, Jasenia says she's exhausted of picking the wrong guys. We agreed here, Andy, that her read is not great. Bad read. She said, you know, it's been like a boy's trip. It's like, that's a sign right there. Okay, so Andrew now finds NC and she opens with, what the fuck? Ooh, bad call. (laughs) He says he has to prioritize people's feelings. And she says that he left the Velcro ball game with zero acknowledgement of her. I mean, that that I'll give her. Yes, I will give that to her. You got it. If you're going to have a Velcro ball game... You got to have an official departure. (laughs) He says he really felt something for her, something he hasn't felt in a while. He wanted to explore it. But ultimately, part of his heart is with Teddy. Uh He says how everything was handled was against everything he believes. And he's going to leave paradise. And this cues a complete 180 from NC, who instead of being like, what the fuck? It's like, no, 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 no. Please stay, please stay. She keeps going, Andrew, please I really want Andrew, li- please. I really please. want to leave. I don't Andrew, wa- please. I want to leave. Andrew. <laughs> oh my God, I just realized your name's also Andrew. <laughs> okay, he says it's not her. He's just done. And Andy, you said she should have thought of this before she got all hard on him. Yeah. And it's unbelievable how badly she played her cards here because he does leave. You know, and you never crying. should bluff. Yeah. Ever. You don't do that. I do feel that NC was having a massive overreaction to this. Huge overreaction. Yes. As a matter of fact, she should have seen this as a positive. Yes. It's like, oh, this is a guy who respects women enough to decrescendo the relationship to a friendship. <laughs> Very good. As opposed to be like, oh, I'm playing sticky ball. I think you meant de-escalate, but decrescendo also works. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with decrescendo. It was great. Very yeah, good. Thank you. So I completely agree. I don't agree with Jasenia doing this in the first place, but I thought Andrew's handling of it was very respectful like he really did want to try and make her feel yeah. better could I, he have left the second time she came over yes i probably would have just to like keep the peace yeah but, but she he, was he, doing it as a power play it was a power that, play. that should not have been rewarded i disagree uh, yeah. she came back I, just to be like no. if you want to pursue things with me you should leave now and he's like well, i'm still having the conversation he's a man. i didn't he's want his to own man 
Yes. He's making his own decisions. He's doing what he thinks is right. Yeah. He's not going to let her convince him. And that alone, she really sunk herself. Because I honestly think there was something maybe I there. I think he was in I think her. he would have forgotten about Teddy. And she sunk herself. Because he right away saw her colors. She yeah. was going to tell him. She's like, you're not going to do what you want to do. Yeah. You're going to do it on my terms. Yeah. And he's like, nope. Mm, it was too it. early for her to try this kind of power yeah. play. She thought she had an invincibility cloak. Yes, because of that Velcro ball game, just that chemistry. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty good. <laughs> Andrew leaves now and almost seems to try to escape. He was he had that white and black shirt yeah. and he was walking down that lonely path. Okay. I mean, is that not a flock of seagulls moment? <laughs> Seriously. Are you back to flock of seagulls? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Okay, I gotta do it. I, I, but you have to think. I'm not just doing it just to to jerk myself off. I'm doing it. You have to picture Andrew in slow motion, walking with the black and white shirt, sad with his head down. Okay, I can't insert the music or else YouTube will punish me. So we have to sing it and I'll insert it. I'm walking down the avenue. I just want to find a girl like you. A girl like you. And I ran. I ran so far away. And I ran. I ran all night and day. I couldn't get away. <laughs> very good. If that song wasn't written for that moment, I don't know what it was written yeah, for. Yeah, Andy, you called the entire thing very 90s emo. Yeah. So Andrew exits and he says in his car he reached a point with Teddy that no one else could reach. And meanwhile, in her car, NC cries with a very sad, wet, used up napkin. They sort yeah, of, they wanted her to suffer. It's, it's so sick. It is sick. Sick, sick, sick. Okay, so to the credits now. Wells announces the winners of the Sadie Hawkins King and Queen. What do you call that? The it's like the homecoming. What is, what is homecoming, that? What is the awards? Homecoming King and Queen. Yeah, but there were other awards too. Like it's just it's just awards. It's awards. This is not, there's no name <laughs> okay. for it. Anyway, the place is being cleaned up. There's no one there. That's funny. You, yeah, Andy, you, yeah. you got to giggle yeah, this out of this. This funny. Yeah, the delivery of it. I, I give this a funny seal of approval. Yeah, his delivery was very good. He did a good job. Mm-hmm. He closed it out just in the nick of time. So now, Andy, your A game. Let me guess. Can I guess? Yes. Andrew? Yep. Okay. Not Logan? Logan always, Logan's like perennial A game. Yeah. He's like the A game ambassador. Yeah. But okay. Andrew really deserves it. Yeah. He did the right thing. Yeah. It was hard. He made hard choices. He's just, you know, the thing about Andrew is he's always trying to do the right thing. Yeah. And, you know, that doesn't mean that he always succeeds. But I do think the intent of always trying to do the right thing and being kind to people and wanting to be friends after yeah. sometimes almost hurts him. And I actually don't agree with him being so punished. You know, he's been there since day one. Yeah. Almost all of them have hooked up with at least two, three, maybe four people at that of point. Course. It's just funny how they're being punished for it after a it's while. Ridiculous. It's like you were with Teddy and then Teddy left. Okay. And then she was like, and then you're with Brittany. The reason he wasn't with Brittany anymore was because she seduced him. From the beginning, a game to, first of all, have relationships with four women <laughs> without looking like an asshole is yeah. pretty fucking The impressive. fact that everyone was, was still like, well, he's a really great guy. He's a really great guy. Yeah. He's banged like 17 girls. <laughs> so to do that in the first place is amazing. Yeah. Then to stop his Velcro ball game <laughs> with a girl he has potential with to solidify the friendship with somebody he respects and wants to de-escalate yeah. or decrescendo, as I said. <laughs> then 
to let go of something that he probably knows is not right, particularly after the way she behaved while he was trying well, to de-escalate. Well, I think she did, yeah, she really did that she to did herself. She did herself a disservice. Yeah. All of that. And then to Irish goodbye oh, into the yeah. night. Oh. I mean, that's A game to me. It was excellent. excellent. A game doesn't always result in getting a girl. I mean, the fact that he was still so likable after all that. All right. So now our word watch, Andy, there were 16 Rodneys. Ooh. Again, we're about 95% sure. Um, I'm like 98% sure. Yeah. I did fall asleep a little bit, but I don't think it was a Rodney segment where I fell yeah, asleep. Yeah, you fell asleep after the 16th Rodney. Yeah, I fell asleep at a safe Rodney period. <laughs> Only six people guessed correctly. Ooh. That's, I mean... That's close to a record. Close, yeah. Close. And our winner is Hannah Davis. Congratulations. You Very are nice. the winner... Very nice. ...of $100 to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studio. Please email us by this Friday at midnight to claim your prize. And Andy, for the grand finale, the two-part finale, episodes 15 and 16... What is the word? I'm going to go with tradition. Mm. Finger. (laughs) (laughs) Not that kind. So if you would like to join in the Dear Shandy Word Watch Fun, this is our final giveaway of 2022. You can win by guessing correctly the number of times you predict the word finger will be uttered in episodes 15 and 16 combined. So this is the finale part one and two combined. You must guess using the numeral. Do not write out the word of the number that use the numeral. Use either word watch or finger in your comment so that Andy's little algorithm can find it. <laughs> it sounded very condescending. It works. It's not my little algorithm. <laughs> okay. Don't belittle it. You must do so either below this YouTube video or over on the Instagram post for this recap. And you must do so by this Friday at midnight. And if you guess correctly, you will be entered in a pile of semi-winners. And then one name will be drawn from that pile. And that person will win that same prize. $100 to one of my all-time favorite Etsy shops, Furano Studio. I'm a big fan. All my rings are from there. My skinny Mm -hmm. ones, my chunky ones. I just love her stuff so much. You can win a hundred bucks in jewelry. Yeah. Not bad. Not too bad. For yeah. listening to a podcast. <laughs> yeah. About the and guessing correctly. Yeah. I mean, that's the hard oh, part. And guessing correctly. Right. Okay. Let's move on. Let's do it. To who we would go for. So with a heavy heart, I'm switching teams. I'm going for Andrew. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I'm, it's going to be like, it's going to maybe flock of seagulls. No, no, no. You know what? In your eyes, okay, is going to be playing, All right. and I'm going to be standing at the limo with the door. I'm going to be holding the door open. I'm going to have like a Miami Vice outfit on, okay, and I'll be like Andrew. It was always me, <laughs> and that's it. Cut scene. Oh, who would I go for? Okay, so I'm torn between Logan and Andrew here. I do really like Andrew, though. Yeah, I thought he handled this really well. Let's both go for Andrew. Okay, it could be a fun threesome. <laughs> Okay. This is a little weird because we've actually met him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And he's like, well, he's like, I'm okay with Charlene. I don't know about the other guy. All right. We're both going for Andrew. Yeah. I approve. I approve of our choices. <laughs> All right. I think that's a wrap. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Leave us Apple Podcast Reviews. Yes. You listen for free. It helps us out. It's a scratching back situation. Yeah, if you have ever laughed from watching... One laugh, even a chuckle. (laughs) And do all the things, including telling your friends that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next time from New York City here on Dear Shandy. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Dear Shandy.
谁？